0: Time for some Wheel Nerds.
1: What is that?
0: Hi, and welcome to Wheel Nerds. This is episode 81. I'm Todd. And I'm Chuck.
1: And we're going to be talking about motorcycles. And the gloriousness of Glorious Leader and his pleasing, rotund, physical shape.
0: Yes, indeed. He is a paragon of manly shape. Yes. Glorious Leader. All women
1: want to be with him.
0: Yes. However, he is married, and so he would not do such things like a capitalist dog would. He is already married to the perfect woman
1: chosen for him by the heavens indeed even though we don't believe in god indeed that we're, we're back you. how are you comrade todd i'm good i am absolutely good and do not
0: have a gun to my head
1: absolutely not we know we are speaking freely of our own free democratic wills quite so yes don't send help don't don't send
0: help. No, do not send help. There is no need. We are not surrounded by North Koreans. No, we did not answer a, a spam email that led them to us. No, that did not happen. Don't 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 send help. Everything is fine. So we're into classifieds.
1: Yes, with quality products made in China, mm. and and the glorious Democratic People's Republic of whatever. Yes, North, North Korea. North, just Korea, right? Not North Korea. Korea. Yes. Yes. yes, good yeah, point. Yes,
0: Korea. naturally. One unified Korea for the glory of all Koreans under the people, under he- heaven, dude. Chris sent a super, super badass supermoto, 1750 Dallas. This supermoto is straight out of the Thunderdome and is ready to be ridden by Glorious Leader. New battery, two new Pirelli tires, Motard wheel set, and beefy front end brake and Ducati dual exhaust. This thing is loud, proud, and ready to go.
1: Much like Glorious
0: Leader. Yes. So this (laughs) appears to be... I have no idea what this started its life as. (laughs) This is a... It's uh, some sort of single. Could be a Chinese single.
1: Those are quality products. Those
0: are extremely high quality products, the ones from China. China. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yes. Well, he, he's uh, he's put Supermoto tires on it and put a number thirteen on the front so that you know it's fast because only bikes with numbers on the front are fast. It's uh, clearly it's a race bike. Obviously, yes. He races the, the living hell out of this. It's also outside of a scummy apartment building, <laughs> which really adds to the appeal to me.
1: All apartment buildings in. Capitalist pig America are scummy.
0: Yes. Where they drink coffee snow. Unlike on the movies. <laughs> yes. Eh. Eh, I'm not really getting super badass. I'm getting super deep. Charlie sends us an 07
1: Remote Start Super Mach 250. Super Mach. What? I have an o, a new 07 Super 250cc for sale. It is a great max start with remote start. Lock, unlock. Is this a. This, this isn't a bike.
0: I think it might be lock and unlock well um it's 250 cc's what are you unlocking the window mm, glove compartment the car door mm, the rear wheel yeah. have you ever seen a bike with remote start no it seems like a really bad idea <laughs> if you were to, you know leave it in gear yeah yeah i yeah. never heard of supermock either I'm, but you know, with uh, cars
1: that uh, are manual transmission, they usually have like some sort of clutch cutout mm-hmm. so that you can do remote start. But I—I I mean, for a bike, why? Why? I don't know. What's a max start? I don't know what a max start is. What's an alarm trial? Mm. Why is he thanking Craigslist? <clears throat> remote start lock and unlock. Remote start lock, unlock, and alarm email trial. Craigslist. Thank you. Clearly, someone
0: educated in the public school system of America. I- <laughs> I, uh, I I just
1: uh, uh,
0: what is this? Well, you know, when when I go out to my bike and I can't remote unlock it, it makes me crazy. But, uh, okay. I'm like, man, I really wish I could unlock this thing.
1: That just means you've knocked it over. Well, yeah.
0: <laughs> it's actually it's actually side stand bike remote. Oh my god, I'm installing that on your bike. <laughs> Hey, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: This is an idea whose time has come. I'm installing some sort of gas cutout on your bike.
0: You <laughs> mean oh. apart from the ones that are already there? Yes.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, that's – that's a, I, don't even, I can't even say that's a bike. I have no idea what the hell this thing is. Well,
0: it's an unknown uh, – it's an 07, so it's a relatively recent one. Uh-huh from an unknown manufacturer, and it's a 250cc with strange features. Right. That, to me, says it was probably made in China and is therefore poised to take over the fattened U.S. market. Clearly,
1: because we are fat and lazy and yes. need remote start for our motorcycles.
0: That we put our fat American selves on. Right. Next up. Seth sent us this picture of, uh, well, it's an ad for a 2006 Suzuki Gixxer 600. Now, I'm sure that this bike has not been stunted. <laughs> Well, actually. uh, Uh, He's just stopping really hard. Yeah, yeah. He's got uh, two pictures of stoppies with him wearing jeans and the obligatory, uh, you know, cheap jacket and uh, tennis shoes. Uh, It it
1: appears to be
0: a motorcycle jacket. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know.
1: Maybe he's just showing how well the brakes work. Mm -hmm. It has around 14,000 miles. No, wait. Yeah, 14,000 miles with an aftermarket exhaust and a Power Commander 3. He might trade it for a nice car. We should hook him up with the Super Mach guy. I think so. Because that's clearly what he wants. Remote start, un- lock and unlock.
0: Yeah, yeah. Those this, are all... This bike doesn't have remote car lock character, and unlock. Car characteristics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it sounds solid. <laughs> Although I will say I'm a little impressed. 14,000 miles on a relatively not super old Gixxer. That's that's fairly impressive. He actually rides it. <laughs> yeah. <you> yeah. Know? <laughs> Usually, I think a 2006, you'd have, you know is four thousand miles on it. <laughs> He's definitely riding it, and he knows how to stop it. Yes, yes, he does.
1: Yep. Or it's photoshopped. <laughs> Clearly, because Americans can never do such stunts as these on their bikes. You know, I understand that that great fearless leader can do stunts on bikes. Great fearless leader invented the stoppie. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, he did and when motor- he was eleven, and the motorcycle tire. Mm-hmm. Yes. Definitely he used he to, did that to romance Angelina Jolie mm-hmm. Unfortunately, he decided that she was not for him she, he wanted a more suitable Korean bride yes, for the the wonderful what is what is this? It's a Suzuki unspecified sport for sixty five hundred dollars Yes it used two
1: thousand three sixty eight thousand kilometers. yep, it's a sport
0: bike. This
1: bike is in mint condition. Just took it to Sturgis Cycle. Got new chain sprockets, head, bearings, and brakes. Braided steel lines for the front brakes, aftermarket racing dick. (laughs) 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 You know, most guys don't like to brag about
0: that. (laughs) They
1: try to keep that that information down low. Uh (laughs) No one puts that in their ad. May need a new back tire soon. Front tire is in mint condition, not even 500 kilometers. Tons
0: of wheelies. <laughs> the bike is in mint condition. Just to it. Well, I, I, uh, wow, it's a Gixxer. Would you look at that? It does have an aftermarket sport dick, <laughs> and Yoshimura pipe. Yep, it is. uh it, No, that, that's clearly one of those unspecified Suzuki's. Clearly, I yeah. mean, what? Well, it says unspecified all over it. I, it actually it's been specif- Wow, I don't want this bike anymore. <laughs> There's a picture. There's a of picture him. of him and his friends at a Wendy's. At the, the kickstand club. At the kickstand club at the Wendy's. Uh-huh. With a guy in shorts sitting on top of a bike in a vest. Yeah, I'm thinking I don't want this anymore. <laughs> I like how they're all sitting on their bikes at the kickstand club like, yeah, we're so cool. We're sitting on our bikes as opposed to riding them somewhere.
1: You know, that's like a thing in San Diego now. What? I see a bunch of- The gloves. Wendy's? No, no. <laughs> Motorcycle riders are wearing those Icon field armor shirts uh-huh. as opposed to jackets or anything. Yeah. I see that a lot in San Diego. Just that Icon Field Armor stuff everywhere. Well, because it totally makes you safe, right? Well, it's got plastic elbows and shoulders. Mm,
0: must be good. Clearly, what they wouldn't be selling it if it wasn't good. No, no, they wouldn't sell anything if it wasn't the highest quality product possible. I think it's made in China. Oh, really? Must be great. <laughs> The Chinese have perfected many manufacturing techniques. Yep. Uh, next up. Oh, look. It's an ad for you. Ooh, your old parts and accessories. 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 In Washington. Two-wheel drive to one-drive linkage. Two-wheel drive to one-drive linkage. And shift handle, $200. What's that mean? I don't know. Come on, your old guy. What's that mean? Two-wheel drive to one-drive linkage. Do I have I- to call Carla and ask her? It could mean one of two things. It either means the uh, lever thingy that goes back and... Takes it into two wheel mm-hmm. from the front instead of so you don't have to lean way back, mm-hmm. or it could mean the actual drive shaft that goes across. You <laughs> said shaft. Yeah, uh, two leg
1: grads shields. Uh, are those the wind blocker thingies? No, they're leg grads. Oh, okay.
0: They're they're like when your legs grow up and move out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> I hate when that happens. Yep. Your old standard left foot box, right side foot box with engine grad will need to modify foot brake, as in your foot is broken. Broken. Can you
1: translate that?
0: Yeah, it is a, there's an engine grad. So, again, your engine grows up and moves out I'm going house. to stab you. And then we'll need to modify foot brake. So, basically, you're going to have to break your foot in half in order to uh, put use this. Do you see this, pen? Yeah. I'm no. going to stab you. Okay. <laughs> Through
1: the temple I'm, and then just swish I, I'm it I'm around. I'm just
0: reading what it says. There's a fuel, fuel can with pore spot. Translate it, monkey. It has a pore spot. I've just. Your old book. I like how it has the same manual. (laughs) Your old book. book. What's it about? Billy the Happy.
1: (laughs) Russian shovel. (laughs) Rack that goes over Fender.
0: No, no. Rack that goes over Finder. Finder. Alumna canister with screw cap. Little luggage rack that goes over Fender. Big luggage rack. What the hell is a foot box? A foot box? Yes. It's a box you put your foot on. Oh, for fuck's sake. No, it is. It's a box you put your foot on. What is it? It's like a floorboard. Oh, okay. They're quite nice because, you know, it's not like you have to worry about them dragging. Is that it? That's it. Okay. Yeah. It looks like a barbecue. Yeah, it looks a little like a barbecue. And if it's over the pipe and a little too close to it, it becomes a barbecue. <laughs> and then your foot brake. hmm And then your foot brake. <laughs> and then you just hope you have an engine grad. Is that a hitch? Hmm? Is that a hitch? Mm, nope, that is the lever. Okay, so it's a two-wheel drive and shift handle linkage. Oh. Hmm. Now, I wonder if that's the reverse and the shift handle or the the suicide shifter plus two-wheel drive. Both are very popular. The suicide shifter because it's useful for people who have, like, one leg. Um, a- Anything? Anything here you want? The, the linkage would be tempting, but he's asking basically
2: retail for it.
0: Leg grads, uh, I don't think I need. Leg like grads shields, uh, it's, you know, tempting. The, foot, the foot, box. foot boxes are mighty tempting. I would have to modify my foot and break it.
1: Well, he, at least he put that in the instructions.
0: Yeah, I've already got a fuel can that has a poor spot. Um, <laughs> It has quite a few poor spots. Do you have the Eurobook? Uh, I have some Eurobooks. Uh, I I don't know what good they are. And a Russian shovel. Now, why is the Russian shovel more expensive than the Eurobook? (laughs) The Eurobook is American. And America is soft and weak and capitalistic.
1: Mm. And Russia is...
0: Capital-ish. Closer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, you know, I could use a rack that goes over my finder. I could use a rack, too. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You want the big luggage rack, obviously. Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. So call Willie. Poor Willie. All his goodies. <laughs> so he's got the two foot boxes. Hmm. I'm going to call him about those. I did a, I did a thing over the weekend. Did you? I, I
1: stayed up really late, mm-hmm. and I got drunk, mm-hmm. and I was home by myself, mm-hmm. and it was really late. Mm-hmm. And you ordered a Russian mail-order bride?
0: No. Okay.
1: I went to the tour Tech website. Chuck. Yes? What did you do? I ordered the equivalent of a Russian mail-order bride. You ordered the boxes? <laughs> no, I didn't order the boxes. You ordered the skid I, plate. I, I ordered the uh, kickstand foot. Uh-huh. I ordered the, the hand guards. mm mm-hmm the hand guards you know just the oh
0: sure yeah the little brush guard thing yeah the brush guard thing yeah yeah.
1: that say TorTech in big white letters Mm -hmm. and I ordered a chain guard to replace my plastic one Mm because aluminum brushed aluminum sounded better
0: (laughs) because obviously you know your chain has been in terrible danger without that you know at any moment it could just like explode bears could take it bears Mm.
1: explosions Mm -hmm. yeah elephants I I said I was drunk right yeah yeah
0: yeah I could tell yeah (laughs) I'm not really, uh, you know, right up until you hit the brushed aluminum chain guard. I might have believed you got it for a reason. It was laser etched tour tech? Yeah, you were drunk. <laughs> you were really drunk. You were Touratech drunk.
1: I was tour tech
0: drunk. TuraTech drunk,
1: ladies and gentlemen. But I still didn't get the Zega cases because I was just still. I was. You weren't that drunk. I wasn't that drunk.
0: I was like, no, that's that's too much. No, that is too much. You were you were you were good, you know two inches of whiskey away from that
1: yeah i mean i i, I already have the side racks and stuff <laughs> mm-hmm. but you know i don't know a couple aluminum boxes that say zega and turtec that might be a
0: good I, chuck put the whiskey bottle down don't don't hit me
1: modern addition
0: to my lifestyle yeah i i uh, yeah have fun with that <laughs> what do you think
1: i'm gonna call it screw all that stuff onto the bike
0: help i don't understand how it goes on and you want me to do what i've never played with the verses come and look and tell me how it works the instructions are all in german if you're lucky <laughs> gentlemen we are nazis
1: <laughs> speaking of nazis and germans mm-hmm. franka sends us <laughs> well not that i'm implying frank a nazi No, definitely not. She's Swiss. I'm just thinking of those vinyl corset thingies.
0: Oh, okay. No, the Swiss are pretty much the ultimate anti-Nazis. Yeah, yeah. The Nazis were like, they came up to Switzerland and they're like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just go around.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Mm,
0: Stilettos. Focus. What? So Freya, Franka sent us some videos of the BMW Hackington Riding School. And she's going to talk about it. Mm. Let's hear what she
1: has to say.
2: Hi, wheel Nerds. Hi, Franca. This is another unpaid correspondent input from Franca, as requested again as an audio file. Maybe we ought to pay her. And you know how it is with unpaid correspondents. They send us chocolate? You might get stuff that is of no practical relevance to you. Like the whole show? But I had so much fun this weekend. I thought I would share anyway, even though it was a European event. We like European we took a one-day training at Enduro Park Hechling this weekend. What? This is an old gravel pit in central Germany that is now owned by the BMW who do off-road trainings there.
0: So it's like an extra expensive gravel.
2: And you can either use your own bike or you rent one of theirs, which is a good idea because the probability that you drop it is very high. Okay, so... Imagine a 26-hectare compound Hector. with everything it that you can ship. come up with. Give me the calculator. There's narrow single trails. There's deep water passages. There's sand. There's steep hills. There's loose gravel. There's lots of dirt and all kinds of things to play with. Girls. Sounds like your yard. In the morning, there's a short introduction to the park. If you go in here, you'll drown. And then groups of different skill levels are form- formed. This is where you die and then everybody gets a bike and off you go bye <laughs> classes start off with the basic stuff Throttle, like position brake. on the bike slow riding braking Don't hit the tree. and just generally getting Watch accustomed to tree. riding on loose ground again then we did some narrow turns with the maximum steering a- steering angle on uneven ground that was already a bit more difficult and we went on to slalom around cones, also on uneven ground, where you were only allowed one hand at the handlebar. It
0: sounds like MSF in a shitty Mark parking lot.
2: And what I really liked was that Roland, our instructor, he would observe so closely and was then able to tell me in two sentences what well, I had to change, and it would make all the difference. Everything. He was checking her out. And these exercises would alternate with long rides all over the park, just for fun.
0: Whee! Oh no, just free again!
2: <laughs> I reached my limit when we were supposed to run up a steep ascent, do a narrow 180 right at the top, come back down, do another 180 on loose rocks where there is hardly enough space, and run up yet another hill with no room to gather some speed first.
1: While they were shooting at it.
2: So that exercise cost my GS half the front brake handle. <laughs> <laughs> and apart from this really demanding, very technical stuff, there's also just lots of fun. Like the steep hills. Those were, those were my highlight. Because every time I first look at those, and some of them are really long, I think, no way.
0: And then she thought, this isn't
2: my bike. But technically, it's easy once I find the courage to try. Then she thought, they're shooting at me. So before I knew it, we were going up these insane inclines and riding down over drops where you can't even see down before you are right at the edge. It's a trap! And then there's all these narrow, windy little trails. It was just so much of fun.
1: Also a trap. Crafty Germans.
2: And, yeah, I'm aware that most of your listeners are in the States. But if you happen to be in the area, this is totally worth a visit.
1: That's Franca giving us an open invite. And
2: their guest book is quite impressive, too. It seems that even Brad Pitt was there for a training. I feel slightly lamer. (laughs) So who is this for? Brad Pitt. I would say riders of all levels. And Brad Pitt. And I even think beginners would profit the most, probably. From the shooting? Because the instructors are very experienced in starting very low and then incrementally showing you the next step.
1: As they shoot up your leg.
2: I always felt very well-guided well, challenge too, but never so far out of my comfort zone that it would have been dangerous.
0: Except for that one tree.
2: And I am convinced that skills learned on gravel are a huge advantage also on the street and make riding a safer activity. Particularly in Alabama. You might not freak out that much over a locked wheel if you spend the whole day on loose ground.
1: Being shot at.
2: <laughs> okay, so who's ever in the area, go try it. It's lots of fun. So much from Frank for the wheel nerds. Bye bye.
1: Take that, the pace! Ho ho ho! That was cool. Yeah, it sounds a lot like uh, the Rawhide Academy mm-hmm. we've got here in California.
0: Yeah, similar kind of thing. What have you got? Well, we have this land. What's it good for? Um, you can't really build on it because it's got all kinds of rocks and trees and crap. We can bury dead hookers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or I suppose we could do a motorcycle school. I know. Let's do both. Hey. <laughs> Fortunately, your BMW
1: R1200GS, fully equipped with Touratech Zega cans, does have enough carrying capacity for a dead hooker.
0: Mm-hmm. You get chopped them up in small One, pieces. Yeah, once
1: all. properly dismembered. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Not that either of us would know. No, certainly so not. It was only the once. Yeah, the uh, the steep hill thing is always, is always interesting. My, I have an opposite problem of I always underestimate. How scary something's going to be. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, I could probably just power it up that. First time I went out on the Strom, the dirt, I was uh, out at uh, Nine Mile Canyon or. Five Mile Canyon Whatever it is At the south end Of the Ochres there yeah. And there's a big Steep hill And I'm following Kevin and his son On their little Dirt bikes around And I'm on this Monstrosity I come over the, I, There's this big Steep hill And I come to the top And I crest the hill And I'm sure it looked Like a whale broaching To the people <laughs> on top There's a guy On a little bitty Dirt bike And his wife On an ATV And they both Look at me Like a Martian <laughs> So I did the only Sensible thing I could Which was I signaled The right turn And headed down That side of the hill <laughs>
1: yeah i I underestimate too the last time I underestimated going up a rocky hill, <laughs> yeah
0: yeah, I remember that yeah, I had to call you, yeah, yeah so. you had to push me out. I guess there's ups and downs to all this shut up, <laughs> uh, let's
1: see you got to
0: ride somebody else's bike, I did. I was teaching with Tom, and he uh, traded in his big Strom for a uh, Tenere. A Super Tenere? Super Tenere! Oh. Yeah, I got to ride it. So uh, the thing he told me beforehand, he's like, I don't want to bias you, but I find it incredibly Strom-like. And I got on it, and you know what? He's right. It's incredibly Strom-like. What do you mean? Well, the the physical dimensions and feel of it. Okay. Um, it's very close to a Strom. There's, like, even a little more crap in front of you. It's narrower, but it's, like, further out in front of you. It is like. further out, yeah. Yeah, which is a little strange. But, you know, I mean, in terms of the way it handled, very Strom-like. In terms of its steering, the power was kind of strom-like but didn't really have the punch down low the strom has but once you wind it up it really comes oh, into yeah, its own oh yeah it roars yeah I got it, to take it for a few test rides mm-hmm. so it does have a cool sound no doubt about it that mm-hmm. parallel twin makes cool noise I didn't like how much there was in front of you I it, didn't find it too different from what I was used to for me it just felt
1: too far in front mm-hmm if uh, well, I yeah. I hope I'm not com- mixing this up with the Explorer, because I was doing both at the both same time. Both of them time. have
0: a shitload in front of you.
1: There's a shitload in front of you, but on one of them, you can reach out and touch the windshield, and the other one, you can't.
0: That's probably the Tenere, you can't reach the windshield. Okay, yeah. It's way far in front of you.
1: Yeah, it's yeah, it's that, way out there. That was just weird to me.
0: Yeah, I and you know, like I said, the power, I didn't get as much punch from the Strom down low. Um, the brakes are... So good.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, the phenomenal. Great feel, and just like, now we are stopping. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I was really, I was very pleased with that. I'd be, given what I found out Tom paid for it, I'd be very iffy about taking it on any kind of off-road it's that like I meant. It's
1: like 15 grand, right?
0: Yeah, it's not cheap. It's no. up it's up in GS land.
1: Yeah, it's like 12 to 15 grand, depending on what you get with it.
0: Yeah, and the power delivery is definitely smoother than the Strom by a substantial margin. But, you know, if you, if you like the little kick in the pants down in the lower revs i think the strom still got it engine wise now granted it's a lot more refined than the strom too so you don't have to constantly dick with it to make it smooth
1: right could you have just maybe not been used to it yet
0: no, I... Because I, uh,
1: I, I thought when I wrote it, it felt like it had...
0: Oh, it's got juice, no doubt about it. I mean, it's a 1,200cc motor, yeah, but yeah. just in terms of where its power comes on, mm-hmm. um, it's a parallel twin, so its power tends to come on a little higher, you know, whereas the Strom gives you a real kick in the butt down low. Tom says if you put... There's a thing you can do where you put a fuse in so it thinks the clutch is in and just opens up the fuel map. He says if you do that... Um, Strom Rider. it's a little yeah. well, it's a Strom guy, you just take this little metal thing and you jam it in there. Yeah, yeah, and then, then it works better. But yeah, he says <laughs> he says if you do that, it becomes more like a Strom down low and still has that awesome top. You just you don't mind any of the sparks spurting out. Of That's it. fine, you know. Oh, you got to go into dealer mode. Well, you could go out and buy the dealer switch that'll cost you twenty six dollars, <laughs> or you could just jam. Just or paper you take a paper clip, clip and you jam it in here, <laughs>
1: and now it's dealer mode. It's a little. What what's that smoke? That's an electrical fire don't were, worry
0: about that were you were you there the year i gave john a paperclip clip all uh d- gussied up nice for christmas to use to uh, get his uh gixer into Z- into dealer mode no yeah it <laughs> was a good gift he didn't believe me he could do it i had to show him he's just like damn it uh, <laughs> he's excited he didn't want to buy a switch yeah the so, uh the explorer carries
1: its packs its bulk up front mm-hmm. tighter Mm-hmm. And I think it's just the way they, they've got some cutouts that you can kind of see through to front. Yeah. And it gives you a, a better sense of space. Whereas the, the Tenere is just. It's, there's
0: this big round tank right in front right of you. Right in front of you. And there's you're this just way like, out there. There's this windshield and like yeah. a gauge
1: cluster somewhere in the distance. You feel more in the bike than you do on the Explorer. The Explorer, you feel more well, like. Well, I don't know.
0: I, I felt really on top of the Tenere. Now, some of well, that is that Tom is a huge dude and had the seat in its highest position. hmm. Um, but I, I definitely felt like I was sitting on, perched on top of the tenor. I felt like I was getting in it when I wrote it.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'm that s- could have to do with seat position too. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm a good. Few inches
0: short. I felt uh, I'm tiny. I'm so tiny. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, and actually, it reminded me of in a lot of ways. Is it felt more like the Buell because the Buell you really sat on top of. Mm. You know, there was no visual yeah. indication of anything in front of you other than the windshield. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. It felt more like that because you know you're sort of above the whole bike. Um, whereas the Strom very much, you know, the tank comes up pretty high in front of you to the extent that if you put a tank bag on it, you can rest your chin on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's – yeah. The Teneres like that. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's a nice bike. I guess I just, you know, I, I got back and everybody's like, so you're running out to buy one? I'm like, no. Nah, eh. No. Nah, didn't really do anything for me. Yeah. It's a good bike. I mean, it's a great you know, bike. It's just – It doesn't make me want to run out and
1: buy one. Is there any bike right now that you do want to run out and buy
0: Yeah. I'm kinda of, I'm kinda of in this space, I'm like, what would I get? Well, all the ones that are even slightly interesting to me are basically other strom equivalents. Yeah. And my strom's paid for. And I've, you know, got everything pretty much the way I want it. Nice ass groove in the seat, and you know. I didn't need to know that. You know, nice, nice layer of scum on either side of the tank, wow, so I stick to it really well. Can, you can just stop. Yeah, you know <laughs> that's that's horrible. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of used to the way the one foot peg is worn off, and the other's not worn off as much because my legs are asymmetrical. So you know, <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, I got about where I like it. Oh, and the handlebars that are slightly twisted. I you know. don't know what I – see, I, throw, I sold the Thruxton
1: because mm-hmm. uh, it, it just wasn't exciting to me because the Versus was covering its territory.
0: Yeah, everything the Thruxton can do, the Versus does better. Yeah. Except perhaps look good sitting
1: still. Yeah, getting hipster girls to throw themselves at. But that never happened to me. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, that's because you're ugly. That That's hurtful. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm a bad person. I, I'm not sure I can go on.
0: Sure you can. We should go on to talk about some quality Chinese products. Now
1: I've got to buy a motorcycle that makes me feel better about myself. Perhaps a BMW or a Ducati.
0: Mm-hmm. You're going to need to shave your head if you buy a Ducati. Why? You still got a full head of hair. Okay, so this quality Chinese product is a semi-automatic tire changer. You know, Chuck, when I'm using a tire changer, it really drives me nuts that I have to uh, keep uh, resetting the uh, chamber each time I want to change a tire. I'd much rather just pull the trigger once for every tire. Uh. You think that's not what they mean? No. Oh. Okay. So this is uh this is a, an excellent Chinese product at Harbor Freight Tools that uh involves uh moving spinning parts, uh heavy hydraulic bits and things that can crush other things.
1: I don't even know how this works.
0: Uh I'm gonna guess, since it's a quality Chinese product, very, very good. And I'm <laughs> sure that you will not have your hand caught in this and torn from your body. <laughs> At any time. Similarly, I am sure that the clamps it uses to hold the tire are 100% secure and not made with cheap sheet metal. I mean, after all.
1: Look at all the warning stickers on it.
0: Well, these are all the warning stickers. Warning, if you use this machine, you'll be decapitated, (laughs) uh, dismembered. Not meant for actual use. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really I'm I'm very excited that I got this Harbor Freight catalog with all of its quality Chinese made tools.
1: Uh yeah, yeah. So what do you think it is motorcycle lift from
0: Harbor Freight? Uh it looks a lot suspiciously like the one I got from Pep Boys. No, no, no. This one. Oh, the motorcycle lift table. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, motorcycle lift tables always seem like a great idea. Now I gotta be honest with you. Since this is a quality Chinese-made product, I have to wonder, how much do I trust it? Yeah. I mean, it says it holds 1,000 pounds, but yeah, it's from Hyper Freight. You know, so, yeah. For, I mean, how, for how long? <laughs> <laughs> I, note, I note a few things about it, that it holds 1,000 pounds, but that it's mounted on the same tiny cheap casters as the chair that I bought from Harbor
1: <laughs> Freight. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's going to hold uh, 1,000 pounds up just long enough for you to put something important underneath it
0: yeah that's kind of that's kind of like my sense your of foot. things <laughs> i like the way it has kind of the uh the mouse trap style to it too where it'll really chomp you know? <laughs> i'm looking for a good chompy effect from all of my lifts it's just gonna kill you i gotta say this is one of the this is one of the the, the extremely sketchy scary things at harbor freight that i'm actually tempted by more often than anything else <laughs> oh god i'm always tempted it by this seems thing. really neat Every time
1: I get my 25% off coupon, I'm like, uh-huh. I could go buy that lift.
0: Yeah. And I'm sure it won't dismember you. it <laughs> will find me underneath it one day. This one is is very unlikely to dismember you by crushing or uh, slicing injuries. Sure. You know what I've been actually looking at is uh, trailers from Harbor Freight. Me too. Because I've been looking for like little trailers, like a tow behind the earl. Like you know, one of the folding ones? Uh, not necessarily even a folding one, just a little bitty, you know, utility trailer kind of thing. Like this guy, the 870 pound capacity utility trailer. Yeah. Which I assume means you can tow it with an 875 pound vehicle, which is what I plan to do.
1: No, no, no. You can no. put your 870 pound vehicle on it.
0: I um, and have it towed by a real car. So, so I should take my my uh, from my, Moab to
1: home while you cry in the front seat. This is not a hypothetical situation.
0: No, <laughs> no, it's not. Here's the here's the thing. I'm thinking. I'm like, so I'm going to take my uh, my quality Russian. Motorcycle. I'm going to load it on a quality Chinese trailer. What could go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> yeah, but this this seems like a tempting one because you take one of these and you build a box on it. Now, the mm-hmm. question is, how is this going to harm or dismember me? Well, apart from dropping it on my foot, which I'll do the first day I have it. The first time you break, hitch could just snap
1: mm-hmm. and then it'll skewer you right through the back of your chest with the, the arm. Gruesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this sounds unsafe. <laughs> and you'll deserve every second. And of you're
0: it. looking at these folding trailers.
1: Yeah, it'll eat me.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> They'll find me in my garage, fold, fold it up in it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, he finally got it to fold. Kill me! The one thing
1: you should never ever buy at Harbor Freight. What's that? Anything that uses electricity? <laughs>
0: what do you mean? That's uh, What like, about what about this sliding compound? Ooh, I've been looking for a sliding compound miter saw. A, a ninety-dollar uh, sliding compound miter saw. You know, this has all of the uh, all of the hallmarks of a really great buy from Harbor Freight. It's, it uses electricity, and it's got a razor sharp blade. It's got a razor sharp spinning blade of Wait, some
1: sort. I take that back. It's a Chinese-made blade. Oh, so right. it's vaguely it's, blade shaped. <laughs> it's got a spinning. <laughs> Kind of sharpish. So it will chew you up Mm -hmm. (laughs) instead of cutting you.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I (laughs) I note several high-quality items like a lot of the base is made of uh, that awesome reddish plastic that they make so many things out of there. And the rest looks to
1: be made out of like slag metal. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I think I had a pot made of that once. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I think think that won't horribly injure you or disfigure you. (laughs) Except by – Eating parts off? (laughs) You know, saws will eat you. Mm -hmm. They don't cut you. They eat you? They eat you. So what about these vehicle wheel dollies? These always look tempting too, you know, because you could just plop it right on there. Yeah. These are two-piece, 1,500-pound capacity vehicle wheel dollies. You know what I'm always
1: imagining happening with those things? What's that? You get your car, all four wheels on one of those, Uh and then you discover you're on a slope. (laughs) <laughs>
0: now again, the problem I can see with these dollies is you take a look at the cheesy casters under them, and right below is the pneumatic adjustable roller seat, just like I have in my garage. I want to tell you those rollers not really working anymore. well, in this case, that'd be a safety feature.
1: This will keep it away. <laughs> oh God, it's gonna kill me! Oh, thank
0: God, it broke. <laughs> sounds sounds tempting for the garage, but I don't know. I'm a little I'm a little iffy. Oh, here we go. A uh, industrial tile brick saw. What does that have to do with doing things on motorcycles? It will cut. It's a big, awesome saw. Look at that! A, yeah, it's a big saw. I'm sure it won't. Hurt Although you. I'm pretty sure this breaks all the rules. Two and a half horsepower. Two and a half horsepower.
1: Yeah. Well, golly, you, you need power to cut through tiles and brick mm-hmm. and bone mm-hmm. and flesh. Yep. <laughs> Encased in leather, medium-sized cats, possibly your head in a helmet.
0: Yeah, I, I live in fear. There are some gems in Harbor Freight. No, oh, really. Mm-hmm. Those tool, the the roller tool cabinets. I always look at those, and I think, how okay. could they screw that? Up. How could they possibly <laughs> screw that up? And then I realized I'm asking this about a Harbor Freight product, <laughs> and therefore it's a very stupid thing to say.
1: There, there are some, there are some uh, gems.
0: Okay, some such di-
1: as diamonds in the rough. They all pertain to woodwork. Really, that's um, interesting. Just because that's where my, my focus has been. Uh huh. But stuff like the dust collector they sell, yeah, it's pretty decent. It's not bad. Mm-hmm. S- they have a uh, a sharpener. The, you know, a rolling wheel sharpener.
0: Yeah. Uh, works okay?
1: Yeah. It's no question of, well, how could they screw that up? Mm. They even have like a little block hand plane that's pretty nice once you tune it. <laughs> once you tune it. Okay. All planes have to be tuned. Mm-hmm. Theirs comes not tuned, mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, it actually mm-hmm. works pretty well. Oh. Okay.
0: I'm going to nod and pretend like I know what you're talking about. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah you, you take your wooden plane right mm-hmm. and you plug it into your amp and you start plucking on it to, uh-huh to yeah get the right
0: ding note. ding 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 yeah, ding, yeah, yeah. ding and then when it takes
1: the top of your finger off it's tuned
0: oh okay that's cool yeah there you go sounds fun should i get you a plane you can try it uh pass i've got a camera hold on pass pass but man that <laughs> that uh that sliding compound miter saw know, it's tempting uh i'm sure that won't break after three uses
1: <laughs> that's why you buy the replacement policy on everything.
0: You know, you know what the other thing that I actually find extremely tempting at Harbor Freight, and I can never stop myself from buying
1: the electric flyswatter. No,
0: oh, no, <laughs> no. It's various forms of strange wrench, you know, like various, like ratcheting wrench concepts that never quite work the way they're supposed to. Okay. You know, a bent ratcheting, you know, box end wrench or a, a yeah. one with a, a tilty piece that goes, and then you'll totally be able to reach that one bolt. That's a real bastard in the Ural. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I'm powerless to resist them and yet I've yet to be satisfied
1: well it's Harbor Freight
0: Harbor Freight's the one place in the
1: world I know of that when they offer you the extended warranty it's a good idea to buy it because <laughs> <laughs> they're actually really good about it they'll just give you a brand new one off the shelf whatever it is what it
0: cost them three bucks yeah <laughs> they're
1: like well, yeah okay good new rotary sauce we got a
0: pile of here you go, <laughs> here
1: you go. <laughs> enjoy <laughs> find one that looks slightly new <laughs> not one that's been taped up repeatedly <laughs> And they all smell the same. Yeah,
0: why do they always smell like a barn? They all smell. Oh, you know what that smell is? It's the grease, the the trading grease. No, it's the smell of China.
1: Well, I always thought it was like the packing grease because all the machinery that comes across is slathered in See, grease. See, it always
0: smells to me like, uh, like, like old hay.
1: That's, China smells like old hay?
0: I don't know. It smells like a barn to me.
1: We should have asked Carla that last week. Yeah, no kidding. Does China smell like a harbor freight inside? <laughs> Carla, if you're listening, does China
0: <laughs> – Does China smell like a harbor freight tool? Or
1: an old barn? She's from North Carolina. She? Yeah, she knows what old does barns smell Does it smell, smell like, like? A, a, yeah. a horse's butt? Mm-hmm. After you
0: put your fist into it? Oh, no. There's something tempting Hang that on. I could get for the Ural. Solar decorative lights? No. Uh, 12, oh, come on! The 12,000-pound capacity off-road winch with automatic load-holding brake. Because that's exactly the kind of thing, under heavy stress, with large decapitating cables, <laughs> that you would want to buy from Ch- quality Chinese products. And it's marked down to $300 from 500 it's a bargain, Chuck. Yeah.
1: And if you get the replacement warranty, it'll replace it after it decapitates you.
0: Yeah. It'll be great.
1: Yeah. Your next of kin will have, you know, mm-hmm. a, a nice brand new winch. New winch. Yeah. Well, a new winch, anyway. I think you should get the solar decorative LED lights in the shape of birds and bugs. Yes, because those
0: were a real lacking point in my life. Does the Euro have those now? Well, I... Do they? Speaking Do they? No. No. Then they're lacking. I think you should get your daughter the 105 piece toolkit, four drawer chest. Because there's nothing like getting someone one of these kind of toolkits. This is the kind of toolkit that, like, parents who don't know any better get their kids when they go off to college. And then the kid understands what really awful tools are like and why you want good ones. I'll buy that if you buy the solar decorative LED lights and JB weld them to the URL. No. <laughs> I'm not going to JB weld them to it. they got to stay. I'll tape them to it. No! I'll tape some to your verses, too. No! They're pretty. Maybe girls will ride on the back. Carla said she would. uh, we got all those girls that left
1: messages that said they would. That's true. It's true. People will ride. Damn it. What are you looking at? So let's go to a listener mail. Okay. We've got a couple.
0: Click here, who is a real person and not at all a spammer. Writes, You made some really good points there. I checked on the net to learn more about the issue and found most individuals will go along with your views on this site. So we approved this comment out of hand. What? Yep. It wasn't a trap. It didn't allow the North Korean spies to find us and hold us at gunpoint. You are the reason I'm here? Because workers' paradises, as aforementioned, are too good to require such things. You are the reason we're here? It it was a nice comment. It sounded legit. And they were agreeing with us. I'm taking... You, you can't...
1: No! Stay away from computers! But... Oh, and you got cookie crumbs all over my desk. Yes. <laughs> Stop totting my stuff up. <laughs> You're totting up glorious leader's glorious desk that he invented when he was a child. Yes, with crumbs. Move crumbs. Delicious crumbs. Okay, we got that's a, what
0: we eat in the states. Another one
1: here from Adrian from BC. Hey, eh? hi, wheel nerds. Just wanted to write in to say thanks for the great shows. They are well worth the money. Where's he
0: sending his checks? Is he sending his checks to click here? I don't buy it, Todd. I think you're holding out on me. <laughs> Keep going. Chuck's discussion of the LED light wheel lights. Were script. those tacos you brought over? Where'd you get those no, tacos from? I don't want to talk about it. I, I found them in the road at a friend's house. I brought them from school. You don't go to school. I. Uh... We're going to have to talk. Okay,
1: and by talk I mean with violence again. Yes, Chuck's discussing the LED wheel light strips in the last show. Reminded me that I wanted to get those. I think I have the perfect bike for it: the Honda Pacific Coast. <laughs> the only dorkier application would be on a wing. Well,
0: I, I, I'm gonna have to disagree with you there. <laughs> Because I think the Pacific Coast is pretty much at the high point of dorkiness. It is the, the, the apogee of dorkiness. Just think, a white bike, day-glue green helmet, and gluing wheels.
1: It will get noticed. They'll get something. Should be as safe as I can get. <laughs> you might even see a photo of it because I registered for that rally you were talking about taking over. I tried to get the name, take that, eh, the face, but I'm not sure they were that impressed. Because clearly they had received hundreds of submissions of that... Name in some form or another. Mm -hmm. Once I get to submitting some photos, we'll see. One random thought. I'm not sure why you rag so much on the KLR. Dude. I have one, and I think it works great. Dude. Dude. (laughs) I am vertically challenged. Dude. So I took about two inches of phone from the sea, and it was a great bike for my Alaska trip. Bra. I don't use milk crates. Do too. I have all the standard inventory gear, including the big aluminum boxes.
0: A.K.A. milk crates with aluminum foil over them. They work
1: great to keep the bike from falling over too far if you were to say lose your balance or something. Just saying. I had a chance to ride an older BMW 650 for two weeks on a trip through South Africa last fall. Diplomatic immunity dude. The bike did fine two up through rough gravel, loose sandy patches, and some pavement, but I don't think it was that much better than when I head back home. Keep up the good work, look forward to the shows. My wife knows I am listening to wheel nerds when I am frantically running around the house with no pants on. It's the best medicine.
0: Amen to that.
1: You know he's probably he's a Tourtech customer. Mm-hmm. This is the guy that Paul and the rest of the crew at TurTech were, were drawing on the board when they decided to go for the KLR market. Uh huh. This guy.
0: This is the guy they sold the stickers to, so he could stick them on his uh, his uh, milk crates with the aluminum foil on the outside. This one guy. Uh huh. That's yep.
1: him. Yep. He's 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 it. Okay.
0: Thanks, Adrian. Adrian, aka the market. <laughs> so Nick wrote us a pretty long one. He wrote us a book. Yes, he did. Hi, guys. been listening to your show for a while, and it's fantastic. There aren't a lot of good motorcycle podcasts out there. Take that, the pace. But I really enjoy yours. I know this is a little long, but I promise the comic relief... And Take oh, that, the pace. God, moments will be worth it. <laughs> I've been planning a trip with my grandfather for about four years. He's in Georgia, and I'm in California. Hmm. The original plan was to do a several-week trip all over the country together, which sounds pretty awesome. I'd love to do that. Way day. awesome. That changed and got put off until about December of last year, when we firmed up plans for a shorter trip. We decided to tour, tour Northern Arizona, Southern Utah, and Southwest Colorado for over about 10 days because all of the above are completely awesome. I requested the time off at work and traded my DRZ400SM for a more tourist sporty bike. Enter the 2002 Viffer. Enter night. Exit lights. All right. It's a Viffer. No... It's not really very hardcore. I, I'm a practical sport bike with a good engine. I like Diet Coke. <laughs> I traded for a Viffer with about 20K on the clock. I got it in February, and it survived a whole month and a half of me before the engine imploded.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is not what we call standard operating expectations. A, a cam
0: chain tensioner, no doubt not made in China, failed and caused some pretty hairy damage to the engine. I don't know that it was irreparable, but I couldn't afford to fix it and keep up the trip. So I decided to part it out and look for another bike. Poor bike. During my search for a new steed, I was in contact with Grandpa almost every day. About a week ago, he offered to sell me a second bike, a 2009 Concourse 14. That's a slight difference. Mm. The bike was bought new by him and only has 12K on the clock. It's been factory maintained by his dealer and still under warranty until December. Here's the rub. He's still making payments on it. He's offered mm. to pay it down to 7500 at which point I can take over the payments. He won't have it down that far until December, which gives me time after the trip to get my finances straight. My wife and I talked this over, and she told me to go for it. And if I don't do it right, she'll kill me. <laughs> she might do that anyway. There'll be an ad
1: on Craigslist.
0: Come buy my husband's bike. <laughs> Come and buy the Concourse 14. <laughs> and he said he could pay for it. I can't. So the trip changed to flying to Georgia to get the bike and ride across the U.S. and toured northern Arizona for a few days with him. Okay. I that know. sounds like fun. Yeah. So he started making arrangements to fly to Georgia and get rides down south from family. Just as he started getting everything figured out and a budget for the trip set, my wife drops a bomb on me. You've
1: got to sell that bike. That's
0: not what she said. Oh.
1: Honey, I really want to go on a trip. Can I come too?
0: Being unable to say no, as well as being an idiot, I said, Sure, that would be awesome. All the while, I was screaming inside. (laughs) (laughs) My wife has a bad back, degenerated and impinged discs, and receives epidurals about every four months for the pain. Holy crap, she's going to hate riding on a bike. Her longest... Jen Jen was giving up multiple bikes for exactly that reason. Uh. Her longest ride as a pillion to date was 250 miles on my R1 back in 2009. No wonder she's got disc problems She run on the back of an R1. Mm-hmm. She's now looking at doing 3500 to 4500 on the back of my bike in roughly 11 to 13 days. <sighs> I can't do the math in my head. Math is hard. I asked my mom, who will be giving me a lift south from the airport, what I should do. And she said, sell the bike <laughs> or you'll die. Buy a minivan. <laughs> no, actually, she offered to buy the plane tickets. I think she's trying to punish me for something. <laughs> Without thinking it through, I said yes. Now I don't have a choice. We're both going. Besides the fact that my wife is a very liberal left wicken hippie chick and my grandpa's a religious right-wing Rush Limbaugh fan, what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> well, my uncle decided he needed some adventure. My uncle's last motorcycle adventure ended with a life flight and about 20 pins being put in after he literally literally drove off a mountain after forgetting there was a turn ahead. Adventure! Ah! He's decided to go. (laughs) Chuck, wait for the punchline. And not only is he going, but he wants to rent a bike. (laughs) What's he going to ride? Uh, a victory of some sort. So now we have my wife and I on a C-14, my grandpa on the soft tail, my uncle on a victory rental. My budget is blown to hell. I expect my wife and my family to get on like cats versus dogs, and my wife may have to be flown home due to her bad back. So should I shoot myself now? It seems like the most humane thing to do. What I'd really like to know is what I can do to make my wife comfortable on this trip. I can't afford to pay the big bucks for a new saddle, but I can do some things for her. I'm planning on getting her a backrest and maybe lowering the passenger pegs as I've read that they can be uncomfortable for a tall passenger. Any advice? Thanks, guys. Keep up the good work and pray for me. Nick, a.k.a. Ponies Ate My Bagel.
1: What? Ponies Ate My Bagel. Hmm. ST.net, maybe?
0: I can only assume. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> well, that sounds um, daring. Prenuptial agreement? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Prenuptial. agreement. I like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, honestly, I would i would I would be ready to send the wife off with yeah. the back that could pretend, now one of two things will happen either the position'll be great on the connie and she'll be fine or it'll be one of the ones that tweaks her
2: mm-hmm.
0: and it's not going to be fun at all mm-hmm. um, and she just won't make 10, no, eleven days of that no, and it won't be fun for anybody involved, her least of all uh rental car yeah, yeah, could do i suppose i mean if she if her back's real bad, she, she just won't well, want to be in the rental too. car, yeah. Tricky one. Is there any way you can rent and ride a Connie fourteen with her beforehand and see how she does? I I might start there because if it turns out the position's perfectly okay for her, then hey, problem solved. Go out there party and stay the hell away from your uncle. Um, <laughs> and and don't let them
1: your your grandfather and her be in a room together alone. Or if you do, or near TV, film it. <laughs> It'll be funny. <laughs> Just throw out something out there like abortion and slam the door real
0: fast. Abortion, Christian! <laughs> <laughs> Scream!
1: <laughs> Obama's birth certificate! <laughs> see if you can escape the event horizon. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you gotta stay ahead of the blast wave.
1: At all our uh, wow, I don't know. I mean, she's getting epidurals every few months. That's uh, potentially problematic. Yeah. Make sure she has her epidural like the day before the trip. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I Yeah, that's really... Maybe uh, there are painkillers that she takes. Yeah, those are going to make her lumpy
0: though. And on the back of a two-wheeler is a problem for that. Yeah, just tie her down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's a, that's a tricky one. I mean, that, of all the things there, that's the one that worries me the most. Because worst case scenario, you just freaking slash your uncle's tires. <laughs> <laughs> Problem solved. <laughs> Boy, we're on a schedule. We got to get back home. I, I only have so many days off. Bike, Bye. Bike heavy. Damn. Bike tipping over.
2: <laughs> Can't hold it. <laughs>
1: I, I'm picturing that victory tour, man. That big spaceship looking
0: one. <laughs> well, that thing only falls over a little ways. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do <donk. laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! How am I going to get this back up? Wait a minute—is the kickstand down? No, no, it's on its side. <laughs> it's just kind of how it goes. Uh,
1: that you are a brave man, Nick. I don't know. Mm-hmm. This is just—this has got a lot of things that could be.
0: Yeah, moving the passenger pegs to give her legs more space. Uh, if she's got lower back issues, might help. Uh, the backrest is a good idea. Again, though, you're still holding a lot of your weight with your core muscles which to me says back problems. Find, yeah, find a Connie and do a day ride on it. Find a Connie and do a day ride and see how she does. Yeah. I think that's your best bet. I can't think of anything else that will really tell you if it's going to work or not.
1: Maybe fly out there early, do try the, the Connie out, and if she doesn't like it, fly her back home, and mm-hmm. you and Gramps go do the ride. Have a backup
0: plan isn't a bad idea. And you don't necessarily, and I, I fortunately my wife doesn't listen to this show, but it's not necessarily a bad idea to have a backup plan and not tell her about it. <laughs> oh, oh, it hurts you to ride on the back, honey. Oh, I'm sorry. Hey, you know, here's a van. <laughs> we're actually really near these friends of ours. You could totally go and hang out at their nice place. You know, there I hear there's a spot near here that's nice. I could just
2: not a
1: trap.
0: <laughs> not a trap. <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh that's brave of you, man. Yeah, good luck. Good You're luck. So boned. Driving across the country with your grandpa. Or riding across the country with your grandpa. That sounds kind of awesome.
1: That is very awesome. So what what have you learned this week, Chuck? I've learned that here in the glorious worker's paradise, the streets flow with money. The Mm. rivers flow with honey. Mm. And I never want to go back to the corrupt, dirty United States of America where capitalists are eating each other and
0: not profiting under the glorious guidance of the, oh
1: God, please don't hit me again.
0: I, I've learned that Glorious Leader is wonderful and a uh, paragon of virtue to which we all should aspire. But that's all we have time for this week because of our
1: I'm corrupt sorry. capitalist system. Until
0: next week, I'm Todd. Ride safe, everyone, and don't send help. If you like this podcast, you can find more like it at wheelnerds.com. This has been a Wheel Nerds production, all rights reserved. Readings from other sources are the property of their respective owners and are used with satirical intent.
1: If you listen to us on iTunes, please write a review for us so that we can get some more exposure and hits. Thanks.